Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Shauna Pandya. She is a physician, scientist, astronaut, candidate, speaker, director, and instructor for Space Medicine Group. Shauna, thanks so much for being on our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. So much, um, so honored to be here and thank you for having me. So there's a term in psychology called success by association. And when I looked at your profile, as my team looked at your profile, the first person that came up that I thought of was a guy named Johnny Kim, who is a Harvard trained doctor, Navy SEAL, and now he's training to be an astronaut for, the, for NASA. And literally when I saw you, like physician, astronaut candidate, it's, it's quite rare to have anyone that's both a physician, but also an astronaut. So my question is always the origin where did you always have a sense of ambition or drive? Like when did it start for you relative to your desire to, 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 to be great? Yeah, um, that, that's a great question. So I was, I, I like to joke that I got progressively less ambitious as I grew up. So I was always a kid with big dreams and the, the sequence or the devolution as it went. So when I was a kid, when I was four years old, I wanted to be a superhero and save the world and solve everyone's problems. And then, and then I realized that's not realistic. I need to grow up a little bit. So when I was seven, I put those dreams aside and said, okay, well, a more realistic plan would be to be a billionaire and then use all my wealth to solve all the world's problems, solve hunger, solve, solve poverty. Um, and that would be the life plan. And then I thought, wait a minute, you can't go to school to be a billionaire. So what's the next thing I want to be? So by the time I was nine or 10, I had settled on astronaut and that was the life plan. And after that, I realized, well, you kind of need a plan to be an astronaut. You don't just go to school, to astronaut school. So I thought, okay, how am I going to do this? And I was growing up in the 90s during the second ever Canadian Space Agency astronaut selection. And so I was very heavily influenced by Dr. Roberta Bondar, the first female Canadian in space. And so I looked at her background and I said, okay, she's Canadian. I'm Canadian. She's a neuroscientist. Uh, so actually, even before that, I said, she's Canadian. I'm Canadian. She's a female. I'm female. She's a girl guide. I'm a girl guide. So all I need to do is go be a neuroscientist, an astronaut, and a physician, and then I'll just live out my life's dreams. And so that really set me on the path to, towards becoming a neuroscientist, then, an, uh, then a physician, and now a scientist astronaut candidate. See, this is when people ask me, so who matures faster, guys or girls, Shauna? <laughs> 10 years old, I'm like playing with my Matchbox cars and reading comic books, and you're like literally planning out your future. <laughs> So for the listeners, though, they do have dreams and they have ambitions. What do you feel allowed you? Because it's one thing to, to do that. Let's say I was actually pre-med at one point. I went through medical school, but I actually was not the greatest student in school. And so though I wanted to, I'm like, all right, I think I'd rather be an entrepreneur. But, but for you, there's always going to be challenges and struggles. So what were some of the things that you had to face, whether academically, whether physically, emotionally, what are, what are some of the things that you had to face to really share with our listeners that it sounds super clear in terms of what you're doing and you're actually doing it, but I'm sure there have been many, 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 many challenges. Yeah, there's so many key lessons that have come up from 
my journey and my experiences. And, you know, the one thing I like to say is a, a dream without a plan is just a dream. But when you add a plan, then it becomes a goal and you have a way of mapping out, blueprinting your path towards that journey. And the other part of that is always keep an eye out for opportunity, but don't be afraid to change your plan. And so, you know, in the space world, anything that's operational, high risk, high reward, we talk about contingencies and having a plan B, plan C, plan D. And for me, that's actually a lot of how my story played out. So, you know, like, like anyone else aiming to go to medical school, I wanted to go from point A to point B. I was going to get my neuroscience degree and then apply to medical school. And then when I was applying, I realized that, hey, not everyone gets into medical school. I knew phenomenal candidates um, who weren't even getting interviews. So for me, I realized I needed a backup plan. And that's when I thought, hey, what if I could make this space dream a reality? And I had long heard of something called the International Space University, um, located in Strasbourg, France. They had a master's program. And if, if it sounds like Starfleet Academy off Star Trek, it's because it was exactly like that. Um, and I applied to medical school and the IOC master's program in the same year. And to my surprise, I got into <laughs> both. And, you know, I just asked that what if question, like, what if I was able to do this and then go to medical school. And so I asked the faculty of medicine um, for a deferral and they granted it. And that was the start of my space journey. And so just being flexible and willing to deviate from the plan because you're keeping the end goal in mind was so critical towards my journey. Well, being flexible, but also being an outstanding person. And what I mean by that is for listeners, the blunt reality is a lot of people just blend into the crowd. Now, in your case, you chose to be a bitch, you chose to be a doctor. So the more you can show that you're doing things that are different, then that'll stand out. So let's say I wrote a book on college success many years ago, and I had all these wealthy parents hiring me to help their sons and daughters get into the Harvard, Yales, and Brown. And so there might be 40,000 people applying to Harvard one year. And I was helping him or her craft their story. And I essentially would say, look, if you walk into an art gallery and you see every single piece of art that looks like a square, but you're the triangle or the trapezoid, whatever it might be. But as long as you stand out, that will already have attention to you. So in your case, again, you say it so, oh, I did this, I did that. But I want our listeners to know that how many candidates that are applying to medical school are going to be able to say, oh, by the way, I got into the International Space Unit, I mean, university. But I want our listeners to know that, look, whatever you're doing, do your best to stand out because if you don't, you're going to just blend in. And in your case, Sean, again, it's like, it's all about, you could have these credentials, but your pedigree and your education is just phenomenal. So I'm curious, since so many people will never want to be an astronaut or learn about being an astronaut, what do you feel you, you've learned that has allowed you to apply that to your life? So for instance, if I'm a speaker, to be able to speak on a global stage, you have such immense confidence in yourself that wherever you go, it doesn't matter. So I've built so much confidence as a public speaker. In your case, when you study space and you're studying to be an astronaut, what do you feel is a quality mindset or skill that you can apply to everything in your life? That's such a great question. And the answer for me is resilience, psychological resilience, plain and simple. You know, I've written a book chapter on this, um, on how resilience gets us through extreme environments, whether we're talking about space, special operations, Antarctica. Um, and there's research around resilience. So some we may know it by other terms, whether we talk about grit, mental toughness, it's simply the ability to bounce back when things don't go well 
and the ability to keep on going when things are going well and keep up that pressure and that pace. And what we need to know about resilience is that it's not something we're born with. It's not an innate trait. It's something that we can learn by breaking it down into its five key components. So that's impulse control, resisting the urge to give up, mental rehearsal, preparing for the best and the worst case scenarios, breaking things down. So, you know, not just saying I'm going to go to space, but what is my first step today to go to space? making use of positive self-talk, telling yourself that you've got this, as well as making use of positive social support networks, relying on your people to help get you through the good and the bad. And that, you know, you don't have to be an astronaut, you don't have to be a brain surgeon. Whether you're going through life during a pandemic in 2020, whether you're going through a business deal, it's such an important concept to learn, understand, and continue to develop every single day. That's great advice, Shauna. The last question I have for you is that you are literally that person that you looked up to, meaning that person was a Canadian and she was a, you were Canadian. She was a woman, you're a woman, but now you, you have people looking up at you. And so I'm curious if you were to meet a younger version of yourself at 10 years old and that 10 year old is scared and lonely and frustrated and fearful, but she has dreams like you, what would you tell that 10 year old person? I would tell that 10 year old that dream big, set no limits because you're going to find those limits you're going to push beyond them make a plan to get there work really 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 hard to get there because work ethic is free it doesn't cost anything and then act like you belong here because you absolutely do that's great advice shauna <laughs> thank you so much for being part of the podcast how can our guests connect and stay in touch with you Absolutely. So for anyone looking to find me, you can find me on my website, shaunapandia.com, S-H-A-W-N-A-P-A-N-D-Y-A. I'm also on social media at shaunapandia on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Dr. Shauna Pandia on LinkedIn and Facebook. Shauna, thank you for your time. Have a great day. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.